This is episode 168 and I'm talking to a very interesting entrepreneur about all things storytelling. Welcome to the Content Queen podcast. I'm your host, Mariah, entrepreneur, featured writer and storyteller in the Best Holistic Life magazine and founder of Content Queen. I'm here to teach you how to share your unique story, create content and market your business with strategy through the channels that work for you. Each week, I'll deliver a story to help you connect to a powerful strategy around marketing, business, and content creation. I'll also be joined by amazing souls and entrepreneurs who are here to share their own journey, along with actual steps to help you take your business to a whole new level through amazing storytelling, powerful aligned marketing, and content strategy. Let's do it. Hello, gang. How are we all? Just firstly, apologies for my intro mic. I can't find the port to plug in the headphones, the actual microphone. So I'm using headphones. Um, We are traveling to Uluru tomorrow, so there is no time to go looking for it. But that's not what you came to listen to. You've come to listen to Greg Anderson, who's here to talk all things storytelling, share his journey of how he got to 90K followers in one video on TikTok, and share some things about storytelling that are massive eye opener that will really help you step into your unique self. So Greg Anderson is an entrepreneur who's become what some may call an influencer. He's a massive fan of communications and consumer behavior and that's really where his whole journey started. He simply wanted to help others learn all the little tricks he'd learned along the way without getting all the scars. He has spent an offensive amount of time learning how to become an effective storyteller whether you're looking to grow your business or your social following, without a doubt, he'll be able to show you something you don't know. So if you're looking to stand out, get ahead of the rest and drive your business forward, Greg can show you the ninja storytelling secrets he uses daily. The ones to help you generate huge audiences that will help you build trust and allow people to buy from you. To also help with your confidence and charisma. So let's chat to Greg. Welcome, Greg, to the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on and joining us. Can you please tell everyone a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So essentially, I'm an entrepreneur um, that's somewhat become like a content creator, I guess, um, to try and help people like master personal brand and short form like short through short form video content and and how to tell their stories better because I'm a massive geek um when it comes to things like communication consumer behavior marketing and I guess that's like really how this all started you know I I told a story on TikTok and then I ended up being this guru um to people they they wanted to hear my story more which you know i couldn't believe at the time but i think it was something like ninety thousand followers in just a matter of weeks from one story um and i just want to help people kind of master that art more it's something that's ingrained in us and human as humans and i guess that's it that's me um I still run businesses and this isn't my side hustle. It's just something I do also. It's another business. So it's another arm of what I do. Amazing. That is so cool. Well, tell us about this this story and, and yeah, how you started this part of your business, which is awesome. So how did you get to where you are today? Tell us the story. What happened? Um, 
that's a really long story, but <laughs> I'll try and keep, I'll keep it brief. Um, essentially, I've always been a bit of an entrepreneur, uh, you know, at school, wheeling, dealing, um, eBay, selling stuff online, everything. I tried everything. I was washing cars. You know, it's not like it is now where you go on TikTok and you're like, here's all the things that you can try as a side hustle as a 16-year-old. And it's all just rubbish, you know. Don't drop ship. Go and wash some cars and you'll learn how to actually talk to people. And that's kind of the start, the very start. And at, I think there was a big turning point, though, that really pushed me into business, which was when I was 19, I was at uni and my mum phoned me when I was about to go into lecture and she said, your your dad's had a stroke. Um, and, you know, you don't really know how that's going to affect you until it happens. And he'd had cancer for about three months at that point and he was doing the chemo, getting through that. And to be hit with a second thing, I was kind of like, well, this, he's always been like the spearhead of the family. I'm really going to need to do something big now. And I don't know why that was just how I felt. And it was right head down. Let's start a business. So I started a business at uni with some friends, typical over a pub chat. And we were like, why don't we do this? And obviously that, that failed, <laughs> it failed miserably, <laughs> but that was the start. And then from there, you know, I made more contacts. I started meeting more people. I started an agency. I worked with people all over the world. I've worked with governments. Um, and eventually I started working with kind of YouTubers and some big brands and really telling them how to tell their story. But I didn't know it as a story at that point. I just knew it as this is how to market yourself better or this is how to grow your following. And then it clicked. I was like, whoa, I'm really giving these guys all the secrets. But this is a really short, select group of people. So to get my message more out there, I was like, well, why don't I just do everything I've been telling people to do? Put myself online as the face and help people globally. You know, there's what's it, 8 billion people in the world now. Most of them have access to a smartphone, which is still baffles me that but that's really where it's at if we can get in front of pretty much anyone through these platforms that have millions and millions of users then really we should just go and do it it only takes one story it only takes one message to resonate with someone that you'll have actually made an impact hmm. yeah well thank you for sharing your story and it always starts from something, right? Like, and then that becomes the story that you share to so many others. And we were talking before this about so many examples of how storytelling has impacted my life personally, whether it's from a business perspective or just an opportunity. And you're so right. And we've never had access to so many people that can no. hear our message and can, and we can just literally pick up our phone and film something and put it out there and see what happens. Like TikTok just fascinates me of how people can just go from, you know, as you said with yourself, like 90,000 followers within, you know, one video, like it's just absolutely crazy. Also scary, but crazy, right? That we can yeah. have this amazing impact and there is so many amazing people out there that have a story to share. We all have a book in us 
and um, we, we can 100%. definitely share that online. So, yeah, I want to talk about storytelling today, obviously something mm-hmm. that we're both super passionate about. And you talk about creating scroll-stopping content, which I absolutely yeah. love. So when <laughs> did you, I guess you, you talked briefly about really starting using storytelling in your business Mm-hmm. And how has this evolved for you? How does that work for you now? Obviously, you're telling your stories and I know you have a mm-hmm. course that you've launched about this too. So how has that really impacted you and your business? Um, massively positively. It, I mean, that it sounds ridiculous, but <laughs> I think just from telling these stories online, you know, they're 60 second snippets, um, I have ventured into like, youtube now as well and they're more in-depth videos because that's what the audience wants now but these 60 second snippets have probably doubled my business size and the attention that i've got online and that's through you know google searches people actually seeing you have influence and contacting you people seeing you as a person and knowing that you know you are real this is you it's not just screeds of text that you're trying to sell someone on you actually have your persona online and it makes a massive impact it's been massively positive i can't i can't stress how important it's been um and every single one of my clients since that's come and taken a course with me or had a one-to-one or been to one of my workshops or some of them have just even listened to my content and actually acted upon it their stories are incredible too you know I've, I've got a guy who surpassed my following and, and he contacted me and he's like I have to thank you like so much and I was like well I, I like follow you <laughs> he was like no I followed you first so we had this ridiculous conversation and he said, I, I did everything you said, everything you told me to do. And, and I just said, well, it's touching almost that that's happened for you. But for me, and I told him exactly what happened for me doing it. And he was just, I think he was blown away as well. But mm. it's amazing to see in real time what actually can happen. Mm. And you don't know who's watching, right? Like, I know from myself, even one of my first ever investments of a business coach I had listened to her podcast for 12 months. She had no idea I was there. And then all of a sudden I pop out of the woodwork. I was like, I want to work with you for three months, six months, whatever it was. And it's like, where did you come from? Like, I didn't even know you existed five minutes ago. And like, that's an amazing thing about online and people know you're, what you're doing. And sometimes you feel like, is any, like, can anyone see what I'm up to? Even my, my auntie is always like, I know what you're doing. I'm just, I'm just watching from the sidelines and I know this and I know that. And how's this going? And how's that going? And you forget that you're sharing that online and people are seeing it because you just, obviously when you're filming, you're talking to your camera, but you're talking Mm -hmm. to so many people out there. And it just amazes me when someone will be like, oh yeah, I heard you were doing that. And you sort of forget that you're, you're telling your whole story to the world and people will congratulate you on things or you know, yeah, of course, reach out to you to work with you, which is amazing. And it's just, it's crazy. It's, it, as I said, scary, but absolutely incredible. So yeah. I love, yeah, I love your story. And thank you for sharing that. Cause I think it's really inspiring for people like, what am I doing? What do I do next? And I actually literally last night saw a, a story on Instagram of a woman that was like, these three reels, you know, went, um, you know, got more views than any reel in the past, like, 
three months or whatever, as people have seen like low reach. And it's because I shared my story. Each of these Mm -hmm. have the common theme of storytelling. And it seems like more and more entrepreneurs are now talking about storytelling and the power of it. And I think Mm -hmm. like, it's just, it's showing how much, and, and we get so invested in the stories, you know, like, I don't know about your TikTok, but my TikTok's full of Justin Bieber, Selena Gomez and Hayley Bieber drama. And it's, and I don't even, I never liked those celebrities and now their story, I'm following it because it's a story and we can all relate to it in some way, you know, whether it's something that's happened to us in our past. And it's just like my feed always gets filled with these stories of different people. And I follow that journey all the time. And I always ask myself why. And the question is always because it's a story and I remember it. And we Mm -hmm. always remember those stories and we always retell those stories. Like, I always have stories that I share from experiences or things I've seen online. And I don't remember the, per- like, I might not remember exactly that person, but I've seen that one story and that really captivated me. And then that will lead me to maybe go back and find who they are or to follow them and follow their journey, which is just absolutely amazing. So I really want to lead into some more actual steps and takeaways for people because you've shared so much with your audience and I'm sure my Mm -hmm. audience will really benefit from what you have (laughs) to talk about and about, you know, creating this scroll stopping content and how they can incorporate storytelling into their content. So what are your first, like your top tips to creating this scroll stopping content? What does that look like? Mm, I think the the first one I always tell people now, it's, it's one that, it will change how you think about things a little bit because 95% of the gurus you see on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, they're from the States, for instance, and they'll tell you you have to speak a thousand miles an hour or something has to happen every two seconds. And it just doesn't work for everyone. And it also then pigeonholes you. So then you're trying to be someone else instead of being yourself. I'm known for speaking really slow. I'm softly spoken. I don't speak a million miles an hour. I'm really careful in what I say and how I say it. And that's why I gained a following and why other people should think about, should I just be myself? And will that be more appealing to people? And I think, yeah, you know, everyone of us in this world has a different personality. We have differences about us that make us unique. And it's those differences and that uniqueness that people actually like and they'll share and they'll find it different. So when you're scrolling through a feed and everyone's speaking a million miles an hour and then this guy just stops you and he's like sitting there speaking three words a minute, (laughs) you're going to be like, who is this guy? (laughs) Why is he doing this? Um, and I think there's a couple of people who've reached out and they said, you know, that's why you you stopped me in the first place was because I was watching video after video and they're speaking a thousand miles an hour. And then you just come on completely calm, relaxed, you know. I think they described it as it's like teaching a classroom of children, <laughs> which I thought was brilliant. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I can resonate with that. But that that's kind of the the big one. Um Beyond that, I think relive experiences don't just report them. So what I mean by that is when you tell a story, relive the whole thing. 
you know, what, what were you feeling? What were smells? What were the people's names? Don't just say a friend and I went to the pub and it was great. You know, that that's reporting. It's boring. People don't like it. Where you relive the story, where you relive the experience. You know, there was a drunk guy sitting on the curb. He was talking to this girl called Madonna. People remember stuff like that. They don't remember you telling these minute reported incidents in your life and I think yeah reliving something's massively important when you're telling any story even if it even if it's a made-up story um you know you, you can create some pretty amazing things with your imagination and I'm sure 99% of what we actually see on social media is complete bollocks um but it works so you know each to their own um and I guess the third thing, so the top three, my third thing is finding your voice. So so don't be scared when you first put yourself out there into the world. You're not going to get it right straight away. It's not going to be, wow, I've hit, hit the nail on the head, go one. You might even change the way you speak or you might change what your topic is, but I think you really have to put yourself out there to to find that. And I think we talked before, and I think you that's actually what happened for you. You actually found your voice over, you know, the, the first few times of putting yourself online and then eventually finding your voice. And for me, it certainly was. I think the very first thing I did was uh, Excel hacks. So like I knew loads of Excel hacks. And I was like, this is great content. Everyone will, everyone will love this. And then I was like, wait, that's that's not me, though. I don't care about that. I'm not passionate about that. Um, and then I was like, well, I'm passionate about storytelling so the, the, and communication, and I'm a consumer behavior geek, so I want that. that. That's what I'll do. And it resonated. So I think finding your voice is something that it's not instant. It does come over time, and you have to put yourself out there. You don't Don't think, I can't do it because that's the worst thing you can do. Um, just try, at least try. Mm. Yeah, that's great advice. And actually what you've said resonates with me so much about being yourself online, because there's mm -hmm. all these, you should do this, you should do that. You should follow this sort of trend. And it's just like, okay, I'm going to take your recipe and I'm not going to get the same results as you. <laughs> it's like on Instagram, the Instagram Reels coaches telling you, how good Instagram reels is, but they teach reels. That's how their reels go viral. So it's yeah. like, I, I can't follow your exact strategy and it's going to work. Yes. I understand reels is a good strategy and I agree with this, this and this, but we can't take like that exact, you know, you have to have this exact, you know, formula and it'll work for you because yeah, it doesn't. And being yourself. And I think this a lot because everyone is going to take a concept and try and implement it but if it's not authentic to them people see that and they and they see straight through it like we're energetic beings we can pick up on energy so easily and we know if that person is inauthentic and just doesn't believe what they're saying or is just doing it because they've been told to do it and i think yeah. like really um how you stand out and, and it's so true we see stuff like the same stuff all the time. You can scroll TikTok. That's the for you page, the algorithm. It just delivers you the same stuff all the time. Reels, especially, I find if there's oh, a yeah. certain trend, I see the same thing over and over. 
what's going to stop me is if someone does that trend a little bit differently or if they are speaking on camera, God forbid, they're showing their face and they're speaking. I'm like, yes, and they're speaking in a way that works for them. And I think that's a really, really powerful message because a lot of us feel like, oh, well, I'm not, I don't have that, you know, charismatic personality. I don't, you know, maybe some people that are introverted just feel like they can't do that. But if they try, it's just, it's just not going to land because it's not them. And I love that. I think that's like the perfect uh, piece of advice. And, you know, you mentioned a little bit about saying, yeah, I can't do it. Like, I don't know how to tell a story, but how, how can we, what can we do to feel more natural telling stories? I love you saying like, get out there, practice, because there are so many creators out there. If you go back over their old content, it's just like, we all started from somewhere, but how, you know, to get out of our comfort zone and, um, Mm -hmm. and, and to tell a story, especially those limiting beliefs of, I can't tell stories. I'm not a natural storyteller. What are some of the tips you give to your audience for that? Yeah. So there's a lot of people that say that and they say, I don't know how to tell stories. And I asked them what they did at the weekend and they'll, they'll talk to me for three minutes on what they did at the weekend. And I'll look at them and it'll click eventually. And they go, I've just told you a story, haven't I? And I went, yeah, it's a good one too. It's really funny. <laughs> like stuff happens in life that you can just reframe. So we all experience things and unless you're sitting inside doing nothing every single day, something's going to have happened to you in life. And, and and that might be why you're sat inside every single day. You might have a story f- from that as well. So it's, it's something that's natural. We tell stories every single day. Getting better at telling stories is a hard bit. And that's where any, any client I have says, how do I get better? And it's, it's always the first question, how do I get better? And I say, okay, well, take a video of yourself and just talk for five minutes and don't rehearse anything, just talk. And then you go, well, what do I do next? Well, once you've taken that video, watch it back with the sound on, see how your voice changes, see how you're speaking in volume, see how your pace is, see how every single part of your intonation is actually coming into your persona and and analyze it and go, is it good? Is it is it bad? You know, how would someone else perceive me? Try and try and think on someone else's terms and then take that same video and watch it back again without the sound on and then it's going to be that that's the one that's the game changer because people go I looked like a log I just stood with my hands by my side and I just talked and you go well that's where your hands and your body movement and your expressions come into play so it's each step they're learning And then the last thing I say is, okay, now watch it back with the sound on again and go think of everything you say. So is there stuff you didn't need to say? Is there stuff that doesn't make sense? Have you got too many ums and ahs? Is it just filler text, the whole thing? Once they've done all that, those three steps, the change from that is incredible because they actually understand themselves. They go, okay, well, this is how I am currently. And there's a benchmark then. Then they can go with it. This is where I was. Um, how do I get here? So it's it's a simple thing. Just one 
simple analysis that we can all do. It's not genius. You know, it's not not heard of before. I've heard someone else talk about the same thing. But it makes a huge difference to how you can then tell stories because you have a benchmark. You can see things from other people's perspective and then you can start to learn you know, the things I teach people every day, how to communicate, how to portray your body language, what expressions we use, how stepping backwards and forwards make a difference if you're on stage. There's hundreds and thousands of different tiny things that we communicate with that go beyond just what we say. And they're the bits that make you a great communicator. Mm. I love that. And I think it's just something you don't think of, right? When you're telling your story, you're sharing something, you don't think about how, you know, yeah, how you would look without, because some people watch videos with just the captions, right, as well. So like, what are you going to look like? And it's actually really interesting because now I'm thinking back at my own stuff too. And sometimes like when you're looking at the camera, you're so focused on what you're saying that you don't realize that you're like, you know, look like a stun, stun mullet routine. Um, so yeah, I love that. I think that's super powerful and you're so right. Like over time you learn on those things and you improve them. Like everything we get better. I remember I went to a talk by a a PT who's now like a motivational speaker. He's from the UK and he lives in Sydney and he grew his following over a period of time and he showed his first ever video. He's like, (laughs) I just knew I needed to create a video. And he did like a, um, you know, he looked at the the calories of a popcorn and like talked about that. He's like, it was so fucking boring. Like no one was going to like that, but I improved and I learned what people liked. And that's where, you know, we can start to learn how we communicate, how we share our story and we can get better at that. And it's not just getting better at the content creation process. And this is what I'm getting from you as well. It's improving mm-hmm. the way you communicate. It's not just like yeah. how you can learn, you know, what, how to you know post on TikTok or how to edit your videos and data it's not it's the communication I think that's like a lot of us want to improve how we use social media and be like quote-unquote good at social media but I actually think what I'm getting from you is just this how to communicate better and if you focus on that too you'll be a better creator as well because you'll know how to speak and how to share your story better so I love that too because I think like there's so many different elements of content creation we definitely don't think about but it doesn't no. mean that you have to overanalyze it. You just have to, um, my dad always says, don't think, do. So you have to just like, just get it out there and then obviously analyze it after that. You can't improve if you don't have anything to improve off. We don't mm. know what we don't know. So I absolutely love that. Cool. So um, one of my next questions for you is, mm-hmm. how do we make our stories connect with our audience? You know, is it like, For example, we might not all have those like life-changing stories, like, well, what we don't think are life-changing, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, we don't need to have a diagnosis or something to share our story because often like a lot of us feel like our stories are insignificant because they're not (laughs) this like massive life-changing, like rock bottom. Rock bottom is so different for everyone and everyone's experience is different. So how can we make these stories connect with our audience, even if they are a hypothetical story or an analogy or, you know, it might not be like or a personal story about going to the pub on the weekend and making it engaging <laughs> of like it was like a life-changing moment. I totally resonate with that because when I worked in corporate, we had a Monday like round table, what did you do on the weekend? And I'd be sitting there like ready. I'm ready to share my weekend story. I'm going yeah, to smash this. 
even though I did nothing, I'm going to make it entertaining for everyone. And that's when they said to me, you need to start a podcast because you talk too much. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, how do we make these stories, even the tiny stories in our lives, connect with our audience? It's it's a massive one because there's literally thousands of psychological techniques we could go through and, you know, different methods of of saying things but one of the ones for me that that works and we're really lucky as scots um we we do it naturally it's almost in our accent but we speak with melody so everything's up and down and people go you literally sing your words and i it's awesome because if you think about a song versus a book you know if, if you read a book say a couple pages of a book you're pretty unlikely to remember those next week but say you listen to a song like dance monkey or something like that in a relatively short space of time you will know the whole song and you'll be able to you'll be smashing it out there you know belting it belting it out and that comes literally from the melody because it has melody it's more memorable so if you can add some form of melody to your voice and that's that comes from tone that comes from pacing things like that if you can start to add them in the way you talk and and don't do it unnaturally you know it it can sound a bit stupid when someone tries it the first time you're like well no you have to let it come a bit more natural than that um but it's things like that that really make you memorable and really make you stand out because that's really all you're trying to do. You're trying to be unique and you're trying to be memorable. They're the two things that will make you stand out on any platform, whether it's YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn. Try and do something different. Try and really enhance your uniqueness is kind of what I'm saying um how do you do that well I've just given you one you know use a bit of melody don't just go all monotonous on us don't be straight laced try something different if you've got an idea don't be scared you know there's plenty of haters online I'll put up a video and (laughs) they'll rip me for all sorts they called me ginger once and I was like I'm pretty sure I'm not ginger. <laughs> and how's that offense? <laughs> but you, you'll get everything, everything under the sun, just from putting yourself online. So that's something that you have to embrace. It, it. Other people are either jealous, they might just be trolling you, you know, who cares? They're a good thing too, because the more they engage with you, the more your content will get pushed out there. So you know embrace the haters as well I love that it's also too because like um you know you if you're going to grow an audience there's going to be people that don't agree with you so you might as well make it unique to you (laughs) rather than creating the content that's not unique to you and getting the hate anyway right I think that a lot of the times is like well and like I've even had hate for being diagnosed and having a serious operation like yeah you know, like people do not discriminate. And yes, it's it's hurtful, but you have to, like I always say, it's their story, not mine. And that's what I try yeah. to tell myself. And a mentor told me that a long time ago. That's their story, not your story. 
and I gave them a lot of love and empathy and they followed me back and started liking my other videos. So you can kind of really turn it on its head. Um, but yeah, of course, if, if you're going to put yourself out there and people are going to give you the hate, you might as well do it uniquely to you, have fun with it and yeah, it'd be sort of that original. Um, I love, you know, sort of playing around with things as well. Like I have a very dry sense of humor at times and I find I don't <laughs> often put it online. And as an Australian, we can be very like ruthless in how we speak. Like, cause my partner's Colombian. He'll just laugh so much at the things I say. Like, I'll be like, I don't know, we'll be here. That is just fucking ridiculous. Like the way I say it. And he just like, I love how you say that. Like ridiculous. And and especially because in Spanish, ridiculous means like really, really, really bad, like awful. So when I say it, he's like, calm down. Like it's not that bad. <laughs> so, you know, using those little things, like, yeah, even your accents and, and like embracing that. I know a client of mine never wanted to start a podcast because she thought her French accent would be hard to like um here and it wouldn't resonate and everyone loves it and they're the comments that people get I get the same because I can be quite calming in my voice as well but then also very <laughs> animated at the same time and it's like I had a review the other day on my podcast like very calming but passionate like it's a, an interesting blend and <laughs> as you mentioned with your Scottish accent and the way that you speak quite slowly as well like it, we have to embrace the way we speak and, and obviously we yeah. can make improvements, but I love that. The last question I wanted to ask you is about being mm-hmm. self-involved, right? Because this is something yeah. I get a lot from people. Um, I'm, I'm currently supporting a woman and she wants to share her journey and her experience through. So when we share our stories, how do we feel less self-involved or, you know, more like we're giving rather than just like, hi, here I am. I'm the center of attention. <laughs> Some people it's fine for, I, I don't struggle with it because I, I do, I don't mind a bit of attention, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like I think at times it can be hard because I, I, I'll share something about my own Whipple's experience and my own surgery. And I'm like, geez, I feel like I'm really just talking about myself all the time. So yeah, what advice do you give to people or do you have this come up with your clients as well? No, it's, it's, you've actually just touched on it, which is really, really interesting. It's, we do all tell our own stories. And one of the, those stories might be, I'm really self-involved or, you know, I'm a bit self-obsessed by doing this. And it's just, that's, that is a story you're telling yourself. And it was actually my dad that said this to me. He said that it's the stories that we tell ourselves that are most important. And it took me years. It literally took me years to understand exactly what he was saying. But her thinking, you know, I feel self-involved telling this story. How she has to kind of think of it is, what if the message that I put out there resonates with just one person and that one person it completely changes their life forever would you still feel self-involved or would you not tell the story if it could for instance save their life Mm. just saying it's a good question and it's true and it's so true and I think we all feel like we can get self-involved if we talk about ourselves or we're being you know selfish or all those things, but it's actually selfless because yeah, as you say, it's like changing, you know, I know personally sharing my experience online, I have a girl in Colombia and her partner, she's just had her surgery. He's asked, he asked me, you know, how can I support her? I sent him this huge voice message on WhatsApp. He sent me photos of her. She stood up within 24 hours, which is just unheard of. 
And, you know, she's like, send a photo to Mariah. Like I want her to see like, you know, how I'm going. And I just think like, that's amazing. And, and she, obviously she did a lot of her other work, but leading up to her surgery, she asked me a lot of questions and she heard my story and she saw that, you know, well, Mariah's traveling, she's healthy. Like I'm going to be okay as well. So it's not, you know, obviously not always health things, but like even in business, like inspiring people to quit their job and start a business, it could change their lives or, you know, obviously inspiring people to just show up online like you're doing. Like, I think, as you say, it, it definitely, it's true. It's a good way of reframing it. I love that. And, you know, I love what your dad said about, you know, it's the story that we tell ourselves because it's, it's true. It's, and it's a big entrepreneurship is like a very big mindset journey oh, in itself. Huge. It's yeah. massive. <laughs> it's it's massive I think yeah it's it's one of those things you know I was quite lucky that you know my dad was actually an entrepreneur too but in something completely mm. different and and his dad is what my grandfather was as well but again something completely different so that's almost like how how have we all become entrepreneurs and then we all have stories from it you know how how do how are you pushed into it how are you pushed into it and Loads of people say, oh, no, it's just your family background. And it's like, well, it's not really. <laughs> no, yeah. My, my sister has a nine till five. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. It doesn't matter. Different. Yeah. Same upbringing. Same upbringing. Um, exactly. Crazy, though. And yeah, I I just love that. That's the one thing that I'm glad we've got to talk about it. Because, it, yeah, it's one thing he said that I just thought, wow, yeah, that you told me that when I was really young. And I never, honestly, never understood it. <laughs> Got to like late 20s, early 30s. And I was like, oh, yeah, I actually get this now. Yeah. It, everything that's happened to me, I've actually told myself, you know, like, whether you can or you, what is it? Whether you can or you can't, you're right. You know? Mm, yeah. The, uh, what is it? Henry Ford? Henry Ford quote. Yeah. That is, yeah. That's a great quote. And it's so true. And like, even I, I saw a post on Instagram, like, you know, this woman said how she was, sitting on the beach and um she was like why does this always happen to me and she worked out that the common denominator was her and her mindset around that and I see it happen all the time in my, and I think entrepreneurship just brings it out in you more because like you get ridiculed you get feedback you get like there's all those things that come up like so quickly compared to like working in a nine-to-five or you know doing it like just because you're putting yourself out there so much that you and even when I was creating content before I started I think that content creation journey did it as well like putting I just learned so much about you know my own mindset and how like self-belief was huge and even like hitting post on that like Instagram post was just felt so impossible because I was just like oh you know everyone I'm from a very small country town what I do is very weird and like, it's just, you know, the country town I'm from had like a thousand people. We didn't have traffic lights. Like it was so tiny. And like, <laughs> what I'm doing is so weird. Like, it's just, it's so weird. And when I started my first ever podcast in 2018, that was like so weird. But you know what I did? I put, I get made all my friends come on my podcast. <laughs> it's like, you think it's weird? Come on the podcast. So yeah. And it, and it's just one of those journeys that will ever be evolving. Um, One of my biggest shifts this year is like, business mindset is my priority. I did relationship mindset and ended up with like my soulmate. Now it's time for business mindset because like, I think we, we work a lot on ourselves and then the business stuff, like the mindset around the business often gets like, cause you're just focused on the money-making schemes mm -hmm. that the, the mindset gets left behind. But is there anything else that you want to add before we wrap up? You've 
helped me so much. So I imagine you've helped the audience like, yeah, 10 times over. So thank you so much. But is there anything you want to add, share? I know you have your course that's launched, which sounds absolutely amazing. <laughs> it's just, that's just the start. <laughs> yeah, I think we're only as good as we can communicate. It's one thing that I say every day. And storytelling isn't just about the stories you put online. It's the stories we tell ourselves. It's the the stories that we tell each other in personal context. It's stories we tell in a relationship context. The stories that, you know, I want to do this, you know, for business, for you this year, that, that story that you're giving yourself, you know, that's my business communication. That's my thing. I want to get really, really good at that. That's another story. So when someone says, I'm going to teach you about storytelling, it's not just about communication. There's loads of other cues, hand movements, expressions. It's the little things that make people feel involved with you. And I guess what what else that I don't want to sound rude, but 95% of the stuff that you listen to online is just flat out wrong. You Be unique. Be yourself. Use your emotion. It's emotions that really connect with people. If you can master that, you'll gain an audience in no time at all. Mm, that's a mic drop moment. Thank you so much, Greg. That is amazing. It's such good advice because it's literally a post went out yesterday. And like for myself, I'm just seeing all this stuff online, like don't do this, do this, da, 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 da. And even with your marketing, you know, I didn't have a website and this is how I've done this. It's like, cool, that's your, cool, awesome, share experience. doesn't mean that's everyone else's journey. You know, we, you know, some people no. need those things. I think like it's, it's amazing. It's refreshing to hear your take on this. So thank you so much. How can people find you and connect with you? All your links will be in the show notes of this podcast mm -hmm. but how where where do you mainly hang out tiktok um but yeah plug <laughs> plug your course tell us yeah how we can connect with you and support you as well so, so i've got tiktok um as i said i've moved into the youtube space and it's if you search the greg anderson or greg anderson i'll, I'll come up somewhere and it's g-r-e-i-g because -E my parents wanted to mess with people and also like when i tell people that they're like is it is it Greek? I'm like, no, it's Greg, like the bakers, you know, simple Greg, think like a caveman. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then I've got I've got my course on my website, thegreganderson.com. Um, it's called 60 Seconds or Less, and it's just about you know how to set up your cameras, how to start to tell stories, how to find your voice. There's a load of topics that are covered in there that just give you the base. Um and from there, there's, you know, there's two other courses. You can do one-on-ones with me, all sorts. But let's just stick to the basics for now is how, I, <laughs> how I'm going to put it. It is good. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's good. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fantastic. Thank you so much, Greg. Uh, absolutely. I love, I love the, you know, the spelling actually threw me off at the start too. So I'm like, yeah. oh, and then I... Don't worry, I get Maria a lot. So my parents were also, you know, like Maria. let's just let's just call her Mariah and get Maria for the rest of her life. <laughs> Thank you you're so you're much for joining. <laughs> no problem at all. Thank you. Thank you. I absolutely very much enjoyed that conversation with Greg. And I'd love for you to tell me what you enjoyed about it. So come over to Instagram at Content Queen Mariah and make sure you tell me. But I was so inspired by Greg and his experience, his knowledge, 
and the power of storytelling, which is such a good reminder every time I do these episodes. So be a content queen or king, and remember that developing your story and strategy develops your business. Thank you so much for joining me today, and please don't forget to share this with all your business and entrepreneurial friends. You can do this by adding it to your Insta stories and tagging me at Content Queen Mariah, or just simply tell them about it. If you rate and review on whatever platform you're listening to this on, it helps me get more amazing guests on like Greg and give you more of the quality content that you love. And also helps me share my message as well. So I'd be super grateful if we can get to like 50 to 100 reviews this year. Let's do it. Follow me on Instagram, connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know any topics you want me to talk about in the future. Let's do it. But I will talk to you next week. And we're heading into April, which means new content, new guests, and so much value. So I will talk to you then. Bye.